episode of Outside the Rack is brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of the Gym Aware. In today's world of strength and conditioning, data collections become the utmost of importance, and that's exactly where Gym Aware separates itself from the competition. Because when we're sitting there and looking to collect data, what data are you actually collecting? And are the numbers you're looking at fitting into the exercises that you're utilizing? And even more so, are they going to answer the questions that you're looking for? Looking at different ways that you are moving the barbell through peak and mean, both velocity and power, is really what separates gym aware from the competition. Being able to understand what your ballistic exercises are doing separate to what your strength exercises are doing really allows you to program at a much more specific level for your athletes. So hop on over to kinetic.com.au to see what Evan and his team have in store for you today. The world of strength and conditioning is filled with some fantastic practitioners that are always searching for more. But more what? What are strength and conditioning coaches searching for to better their ability to prepare their athletes? Well, what about cutting edge information or a place where you can find different opinions from forward thinking coaches on what you're doing, how you're doing, and try to get feedback to be better for your athletes? Or what about a place where you'll find like-minded coaches that can provide solid coaching advice and career development for you as you progress through your career as a strength and conditioning professional? Well, this is exactly why we built the Strength Coach Network. You'll have access to exclusive monthly content on top of the sensationally active forum that we have where you can communicate with coaches all over the world to find those answers that you're looking for to help you be a better practitioner for your athletes. So make sure you hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash cvasps, that's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash cvasps, and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the 38th episode of Outside the Rack, brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of Gym Aware. In this show, we're just going to try to dive a little deeper into the minds of some of the top practitioners in the world of sport performance to learn a little bit more about who they actually are and how they got to where they are today. Today, we are joined by the Assistant Director of Sport Performance at DePaul University, Ryan Nozak. Ryan, thanks for being with us today. Jay, always an honor, man. Always an honor talking to you as well. Looking forward to catching up. Yeah, brother. Always great to, always great to chat. Great to hear that you're doing great. Always great to see and that, know that you're doing well. But before we get too far into this, man, who is Ryan Nozak? This is a pretty deep philosophical question to lead us off with, huh? Um, you know, and I really think about this. I'm somebody who's been molded by all of my experiences in life and molded by my family members. That's first and foremost. I think what's unique about me compared to maybe other coaches out there or just human beings in general was I lost my mother at the age of five. And I think that that experience that early on in life really shaped out who I've, who I've become and, and who I could have become, you know, as I, as I've dived deeper into that stuff, you know, sometimes a traumatic, a traumatic experience that early in life can lead you down the route of becoming a murderer, a drug dealer, whatever, whatever, you know, the, the negative connotation is associated with that. And I was very lucky to have people throughout my life that showered me with love. And because of that, I think that's what allowed me to become a coach. Um, so, you know, first and foremost, I'm, I'm shaped by all those experiences and my family. And I think with that, I'm also an old soul. I really appreciate a lot of classic stuff. You know, as you know, a lot of, a lot of old school wrestling, 
uh, old school music in general. Um, and I think all of those things kind of allow me to become a sort of a melting pot or, you know, as Todd Hammer likes to refer to, a wannabe renaissance man. Um, I'd probably say it's, it's those things. That's a pretty rad definition of who Nozak is. I think that's, uh, that's pretty great, dude. Thank you. Yeah, man. But listen, the old soul renaissance man, whatever you want to call it, Everybody who's ever spent time with Todd is, is someone who's digging, trying to find better ways. And, and, and better ways and better answers to not just training, but everything in life. So this is a question that I'm actually really fired up about. Describe a learning situation that brought about an epiphany in Nozak's career. Yeah. I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about two here because both are are related and similar in nature. So when I started my career at Penn State as an intern, I had the chance to work for, for Cam Davidson, who I consider to be a big mentor of mine. And, you know, Cam was a guy who really introduced the idea of simplicity to me. You know, kiss, keep it simple, stupid. Working with Cam, I had the chance to, to also work for Craig Fitzgerald, who was the director of football at the time at Penn State. And one of the unique things about Fitz was that he made his, his interns do the entire strength program. So I remember the first time I was walking into, into the Penn State building and it was like my first day of the internship. I got the, I got the card of the workout and I'm like, okay, this is the workout. Like, this is it, you know? And after being coached by Fitz and going through the lift, I was like, holy crap, that was anything but easy. So I think the concept that we talk about a lot is, is simple, but not easy. So, you know, there's the story of the, of the alchemist, right? And it's the story of this person who kind of goes throughout their entire life, like searching for this mythical treasure when it's been underneath them the whole, their whole, their whole career, their whole time, their whole life. And I think for me as a strength coach, I've had these, these epiphanies along the way where I'm like, you know, come back to what Cam taught me kiss, come back to what Fitz taught me, kiss. Um, and another example of that at CVASP, I think this was CVASP 2016 when Brad DeWeese talked. And I remember like getting Brad DeWeese's program and it was like the phasic potentiation, really simple stuff on paper. And it's coming back to that. It's like, listen, man, like, you know what you need to do. You've known this like your whole career, like stop chasing these complex mythical ideas and training and keep it simple. And then with that as well, because something is simple on paper, it doesn't mean that it's complex in the bigger picture. You know, diving into more of, of Dr. Deweese's work, I had a chance to, to, to work with John Waggle as a mentor. And John said something that really stuck out to me. And it was like, yeah, Brad's stuff and our stuff at ETSU looks really simple on paper, but it's anything but that when you look at it in the larger plan. So, you know, I think... As coaches, we just love to chase the, the complex, shiny object syndrome. But um, I've been I've been kicked in the butt so many times throughout my career to come back to really what my roots are, and that's to keep stuff as simple as possible. You know, it's almost going back to the Renaissance man idea. It's almost like the difference between being able to appreciate art and actually understand art. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. I dig it, man. I dig it. Now, you're, you're a digger too, though, bro. Like, it's a guy that's trying to find, yeah, keep it simple and all that. I get it. But there's a lot to you. 
So, I'm glad I'm sitting for this one. This is going to be fun. Nozak could ask one question, and he knows he's going to get the answer. What's it going to be and why? Man, there's a lot of questions that I that I can ask for this. You know, the as a joke, you know, the wrestling fan in me would want to know, what you going to do, brother, when Hulkamania runs wild on you? <laughs> but, uh, you know, like more of a actual realistic side of things, um, even beyond the realm of coaching, I think I think there's a quote by Mark Twain, and it's the the most important days in your life are, are the days that you were born and the day you find out why you are born. So ultimately, I'd like to know why I was born. You know, why me? Like what, what is my role? What is my purpose here right now? And as I kind of alluded to with your first question, I, I like to think that I'm, I'm, I'm doing my mission that was set forth uh, as a strength and conditioning coach. I'm in a role that allows me to impact, motivate, inspire my athletes, a lot of individuals and human beings in general. Um, you know, beyond that, maybe 10, 15 years from now, I find that I have another role. You know, as, as you know, I'm getting married soon. My new role is going to be going to be a husband. Maybe that becomes a father. And then maybe there's something else out there that I don't even have any idea that exists. But, you know, I'd like to I'd like to understand greater what my purpose truly is. I am so happy you threw the wrestling line in there. I had to. Dude, that made my night. That, that was <laughs> that was great. But no, nah, man, I think that, you know, understanding a deeper purpose is really important for all of us. And I think that like, you know, like what we were talking about before is it's also understanding like what you're doing maybe is what really is good for you and that it makes you happy. is is just as important. Right. Yeah. That's, that's a huge, that's a huge part of it. And before we started recording, you know, I, I talked about that so often in our life, we kind of like, kind of forget of, of where we've come from and where we've been. And when you're in the present situation, sometimes you're often thinking about what the future holds and, and you know, I'm, I'm going to be happy when I have this job or I'm going to be happy when I make X amount of money. But I think if you can try to figure out what your purpose is in your, in your present situation to make the most out of it every single day, you're going to live a happy, a happy and purposeful life. Facts, dude. I love it. So other than, you know, the Attitude Era and really good old school wrestling, what is Ryan Nozak's escape? That's that's funny because if you ask my fiance, she like lo- likes walking into my living room sometimes and I'm on Instagram and I have all these old school wrestling clips, re- wrestling clips playing and she gets a laugh out of it. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate to be in a great city that offers a lot outside of strength and conditioning, you know, in my whole life, strength training has been therapy for me and it's been a release. So this past year I joined a gym outside of, outside of DePaul. It's called quad gym. And if you know anything about powerlifting, this is kind of where Ed Cohn started training originally one of the locations. And for me, quads is, is a great escape because I go in there and it's almost like you're like in like a Las Vegas casino where you have no idea what time of day it is. You don't want to leave. And there's all these pictures of all these strength athletes and, and famous people who've come before us. And just to be, like, be in that presence is always really special to me. And I look forward to that uh, in the morning is to kind of 
get my day started with with being under the bar and being in this atmosphere. So that's that's a, an important thing to me. And I'd say, you know, obviously you got to get away from always being submerged in tra- in strength training as well. So uh, over the past couple of years, I found flotation tanks, so sensory deprivation tanks, to be something that's just been like a reset button. Um, I definitely get overstimulated. My mind's always going. And when I discover the float tank, it's something that I go into and I just shut the mind off for an hour. And it's such a unique experience. Um, if you're somebody who can't stop thinking and, you know, uh, can't relax, it's helped me to relax. And then beyond that, man, I mean, I, I spend as much time with my fiance as possible. You know, we're, we're diving into different Netflix series, different movies. Uh, and I think that's also good too, because similar when you, when you do watch this type of stuff, you are able to kind of just go to an alternate reality in a way and, you know, not think about work or not think about what program or sets and reps are best. No doubt about it, man. No doubt. And uh, the flotation tanks are definitely something I need to, I need to give it a try because it's, um, I have yet to hear a negative review. The only negative things I heard are, are is that if you have like a class, like claustrophobia, you might get nervous just being in that space uh, for a certain amount of time. But they do have different tanks now that are larger, you know, where you, you aren't really com- as compact. Um, and then some people are like, yeah, it's just too long for me. Well, even if you went for like a half hour or 40 minutes, like when else are you really unplugging like that? I don't think there's – and then also with your body of being unweighted, it's just such a unique experience. That's rad, brother. Well, listen, Brian, great to see you. Glad you're doing awesome, man. Truly appreciate your time. Thank you so much. You too, Jay. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. We'll be in touch soon. Sounds good. Yeah.